0: And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's gone, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. Well, held up there, six minutes past the hour to the Herman Cain Show you've been listening to a best of show the past a couple hours as you know this is live though right now my name is Chris Chandler. I am a newsman, a, a non-exaggerating newsman on a Herman Cain flagship station in Atlanta. And uh, what we wanted to do, the last few hours have been pre tate This is the normal Jamie Dupree Q&A time. As you know, so much going on. We did not want to uh, blow through Jamie's time here with the rerun. So I'm going to talk to Jamie here live. Let you uh, talk to him as well. Take your telephone calls live the next hour. Herman is back tomorrow. Jamie Dupree in Washington. Hi there.
1: Hey, Chris, how you doing today? Well, I am doing just fine.
0: Breaking news, uh, big breaking news. Just within the last a couple hours, President Obama officially making that uh, request for the use of force against ISIS.
1: Yeah, this has been that, uh, that much-awaited item from the, uh, the administration uh, in that it's a, the, uh, uh, the situation where we have a lot of people in both parties saying we need to authorize the use of military force against the Islamic State. there had been a lot of dancing back and forth with the administration and the Congress as to who should go first. Uh, the Republicans finally said to the president, basically, look, you are the guy running the show here. You need to tell the Congress what you want. So when you boil it down Chris, it's it's only a couple of pages. If you go to my blog at jamiedupree dot com, you can find the text of this. The the White House resolution on the use of force would expire in 2018. It has no geographic restrictions on where the U.S. military can go after the Islamic State. It doesn't say just Syria or just Iraq and Syria, but it's sort of mushy on the role overall. There's a line in there, Chris, where it says it bars, quote, enduring offensive combat operations. Well, so it doesn't really say you can't have boots on the ground or you can't have troops on the ground or you can leave them there for a long time or you can't. That little phrase there, I think, will be seen by a lot of different people as saying an awful lot of different things. So at this point in time, as Speaker Boehner just told reporters a little while ago, this is just the beginning. And it is just the beginning. And frankly, I don't think there's any guarantee that there will be something approved by the Congress in terms of authorizing the use of military force because there are divisions within both political parties. President Obama.
0: Obama. Obama will speak uh, on radio and television at 3.30 Eastern time this afternoon. You'll hear that live on many of these uh, Herman Cain stations. This is big breaking news. Before that time, though, 877-310-2100. I'd like to hear what you think about this. Jamie, why... So muddled, uh, as soon as some of those Democratic uh, senators came out of the huddle yesterday, the first headline, the first thing they wanted to say was this line about no enduring combat operations, you know, watered down in a way to
1: try and get as much support uh, from the dovish side. Look, I think that the hard truth is there are a lot of Democrats who want no part of authorizing the use of force against the Islamic State. They look at it as a slippery slope into a broader conflict and a broader war that would involve the U.S. in the Middle East. Uh, There are a lot of more liberal Democrats who look at Iraq. They look at Afghanistan. They want it done with. I thought it was interesting. There was a leak in the paper today that the administration may slow down the withdrawal again from Afghanistan because the security situation there has not improved enough. Uh, For a lot of Democrats, they don't want to hear that. They elected Barack Obama. They voted for him to do two things. One, stop the war in Iraq, and two, stop the war in Afghanistan. And they see this Islamic State thing as going back on that and getting the U.S. involved more. Now, on the flip side, you've got a lot of Republicans that say, hey, come on, we've got to do a lot more against the Islamic State, and this resolution from the president does not go far enough. Isn't that
0: interesting? You've got a Democratic president, now the Republican president, before Republican president, uh, back in 1990, 1991, in that first Gulf war. And yet, the sides uh, in the Congress, Hawks versus Dove, really falling along uh, the same lines, no matter who it is in charge.
1: Yeah, that's right. Listen, I, I remember, uh, you know, at, at times it, it can be politics as well. We were talking about there was a, I think it was when in the Clinton administration, the U.S. was bombing Bosnia. And if I remember correctly, as the bombs were falling, the Republicans in the House, then controlled by the GOP, brought up a resolution to authorize the use of military force, and it actually failed on a tie vote, if I remember correctly. So, Yeah, sometimes there is politics here, but you know what? I I do think that it's obvious the two parties see the use of military force in a much different light. Uh, Republicans tending to be more aggressive in its use than Democrats. And look, again, if we go back just a few years, it's why a lot of people voted for Barack Obama. They felt like there was too much going on in Iraq and Afghanistan, that the Bush administration had been too much of sort of uh, using U.S. military force. Now the pendulum swung that way, and now it's sort of swinging back, maybe. eight seven seven three one zero twenty one hundred. Take a call here right after, Jamie. I ask
0: you, again, height of irony, this mushiness you're talking about uh, pretty much would leave the question open for President Obama to go well beyond what this proposes now if he decides to.
1: Well, look, I, he is the commander-in-chief, so, I mean, if he decides that he wants to do more, he can certainly do that. And, you know, there's no geographic restrictions on this. There's no real overall restriction. It just would sort of authorize the use of force against this one group. But if he wanted to strike out and do something else, as we've seen a number of times, uh, the Congress may hold the power of the purse. They may be the ones to declare war, but it's not an equal branch of government and has not been for a long time. Let's go to line two
0: now. Take a call. Tony from Coming. Tony, ISIS has been a problem for many months now. I- I remember leaving uh, on a jet plane to go overseas in late uh, 2012, even it was. And uh, when they were talking at that point about bombing Syria literally any minute, that was more than two years ago now. Suddenly we get this.
1: Hello. Hey, go go right ahead. ahead, Hey there. Sorry about that. I was listening. I didn't catch it. Okay, real quick. Um, uh, do we, uh, Jamie? Do we actually have a terrorist problem, or do we not have a terrorist problem? Because a week ago, I believe Obama or Josh Ernest or a combination of all the cronies decided that we didn't have a problem and it wasn't necessary to um, to conduct any further uh, efforts against uh, ISIS. Well, I mean, we're hitting ISIS on a daily basis. Uh, I mean, it doesn't get that much attention. Let me go over to my little report here from the uh, uh, from U.S. Central Command. And just about every day, they put out uh, they, they put out advisories. That here's airstrike against a weapons production facility. Airstrike against a a bridgehead north of Mosul. So there's there's daily action going on. It may not be. I, I think it's not as much as a lot of Republicans would like to see. But there are airstrikes every day. But a lot of people here say the way you're going to defeat I, uh, the Islamic State is not. Just just with air power, it's going to take a lot more. And let's face it, the, uh, the, t- the idea of broadening this and putting U.S. troops on the ground, even though a lot of Republicans might say that they're for a broader activity like that, uh, th- I'm not sure that that could get a majority of the Congress at this point in time. Well, Jamie, and how much of this
0: is wanting to show a unified front and wanting to, or versus wanting to keep those Republicans on the hook and saying they were it if things go south?
1: Well, look, I, I, I think it's going to be a real problem for the administration to get something through the Congress because there are divisions on both sides. Uh, you've got a lot of Republicans who feel in no mood to help him. Uh, they, would like, they don't think that his foreign policy is anything to write home about, and they don't support the way he's dealt with the Islamic State situation. And again, as we talked about, Chris, there are a number of Democrats who do not like the idea at all of authorizing the use of force against the Islamic State, because they don't want to be involved in that at this point in time.
0: 877-310-2100. It's the Herman Kane Show. Herman's back tomorrow. I'm Chris Chandler. I do the news uh, in Atlanta, and I'm just kind of the middleman here. want to hear your questions and comments for Jamie Dupree, specifically right now on this question as we wait to hear from President Obama later today. Jim, in Atlanta, what's on your mind, buddy, about this use of force uh, question today?
1: Hello, Jim. You there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Hey, what everybody. Um, buddy. I was just going to say that we already have two uses of force authorized by the U.S. Congress. It seems to me that we should be taking a look at those, seeing what's still effective in there, and going over to the Iraqi leadership and read trying to negotiate a status of forces agreement. Let's go ahead and get that base that we wanted over there to start with. That way we have a permanent base of operations so we can have a place where we can attack ISIS from if and when that becomes necessary. And if this happens again, we'll have forces already over there in the region to deal with this problem. Well, you're not going to get a status of forces anytime soon. uh, I think this administration has made clear they're not interested right now in reestablishing bases or sending U.S. troops over there as anything more than advisors, at least at this point in time. In terms of, uh, you know, today's authorization really doesn't make clear how many U.S. troops would be involved, but I think from that mushy language, as we talked about, about no enduring offensive combat operations, that tells you that uh, I think the administration is making plain that they don't want to see anything where we're sending over divisions and divisions and divisions to be based in Iraq.
0: Eight seven seven three one zero twenty one hundred. the number on the Herman Cain Show. And, Jamie, how does this uh, play out now? Does it affect what's being done uh, now as we wait to see what happens just with this resolution? How long will this take?
1: Oh, I think it could take months. Look, you're going to have hearings in both the House and Senate. Uh, this is just a draft. There's no way that the Congress would swallow this whole. They'll put their own imprint on it. But, again, as you move through the legislative process, I don't think there's any any assurance that what the the Congress uh, produces, uh, that they can produce anything that will get to the president's desk. Again, think about it. There are Democrats who want no part of this. Uh, they could filibuster something like this if they wanted to in the U.S. Senate.
0: Line one is Bernadette in Atlanta. Bernadette, this is a three-page resolution he's sending up, kind of mushy. According to Jamie Dupree, from what you've heard, do you think this is going to go far enough? Bernadette. Hello, yes. Um, I believe that uh, America is sitting not worrying about what's actually uh, going to happen because they've been lulled into a sense of security and ISIS is a huge problem and they are going to come in larger and larger and it's almost like the Holocaust where the Jewish folk were kind of lulled into it's never going to happen to them and it did start happening to them. And no one realized how big it was and how many millions were killed. And so that's what's going to come to America. And we need to wake up and realize that this is a huge problem. And I wish Mr. Obama would take it seriously and stop worrying about climate control and bomb the heck out of ISIS. Wipe them off the face of the earth. Those guys meet up. Oh,
1: bad, bad, bad. Well, you know, and where we are right now is uh, I just think there's no there's no real agreement. If you look at the the, the current actions that are being carried out by the U.S. military, you, you can't call it all out. I mean, it's it's obviously limited military strikes, but certainly uh, I don't see right now, at least, the President changing that. Republicans, I do believe this will, uh, Chris, this is going to turn out to be one of the big debating points uh, when it comes to foreign policy for the 2016 race, is that you will see Republicans 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 consistently setting themselves apart and arguing for a much stronger response, as the caller just talked about there, whereas I think you'll see a lot of Democrats saying, look, that's nothing but returning to the Bush years, and uh, they don't want to do that. So, uh, you know, again, this is not only a, a proposal for the Congress to deal with now, but one that gets immediately into the political arena as well. And,
0: Jamie, there's always the military question, how do you do much more? This is not the German army or the Iraqi army. What's to do?
1: Yeah, that's the other problem, is that uh, they're not really uh, an army, so to speak, with uh, recognizable, uh, uh, you know, uh, clothing on. They can meld into the local population quick. And, of course, the Syria situation makes it all that more difficult. Uh, The grand grand, uh, key to all this, of course, is the health and the strength of the Iraqi government, and that's not exactly been uh, something to write home about either. So, they're, they're, they, look, there may be a situation where there's not many good options here. One reason why we've seen, what, uh, months now, the the airstrikes began in August of last year, and they just seem to be continuing at a, low, at a lower pace, but continuing just about every week. And so with that, it is indeed an
0: open question, as many of you are raising here this morning. Is that enough? You're listening to The Herman Cain Show. Delivering trusted solutions. Solutions for a better America. He's telling
1: America what we need to hear and helping activate everyone in the right direction. Herman
0: Cain. 877-310-2100. The number you calls for for Jamie Dupree 20 minutes after the hour.